You're listening to The Classroom Collaborative Podcast with your hosts, Dee Dee Wills Ed Brock And Adam Peterson Here we go We're so glad you're here Let's get started Hello everybody and welcome back to episode number four of the Classroom Collaborative Podcast We are so excited that you're here and thank you for listening so far uh, Dee Dee, welcome back, it's good to see you It's good to see you too How are awesome. you? I'm super. How are you? I'm doing great. Besides my Busy. voice being all uh, scratchy, I've been speaking this week and it's, you know how that goes, speaking two days of nonstop, it, it, it adds up. Yeah. We were joking before we started recording that he sounded like, you know, a late night radio DJ. <laughs> I wish I could pull that off right now, but I'm <laughs> sounding worse than I already do. <laughs> so I can't believe that it's, it's almost, when we're recording this right now, it's almost August. So yes. that means... Most of you listening to this have either started school. I don't like to think about that yet, but have started school or are starting school soon. Yes. Rolling right. back into your classrooms. Yeah. Right. How about your area? Do, you, do they start yet? Uh, they have about two weeks before the first day of school starts uh, in, in the Colorado area for most schools. Um, I know that I was talking to some people who are in Texas and they're reporting back next week. Like a lot of people are reporting back next week, but students right. don't come for a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's ours. I was just in Tennessee and they, I was there for their in-service basically. I think their students start next week. Oh my gosh. I got together with a friend of ours, um, Hillary Statham, who lives near there. And she said that they start, teachers start this coming Monday, which would be what, July 29th, I think. And start August 1st. Oh, how, I mean, it's such an exciting time of year. I mean, it's overwhelming, right? It's overwhelming thinking of everything that you need to accomplish before that first day. Um, and, and things that you just, you think you're going to have all organized, but you end up shoving in your closet. Right. And you're like, Oh, I'll do that later. And then all of a sudden it's June and you're pulling it out and go, Oh, I never got to that. But it's, it, it, it does. And it, I just saw something this morning that was like an image of like how I thought my summer would be. And it was this free flowing, like dance scene and the, how I thought my summer or how my summer ended up. And it was just this nonstop, like madness mosh, but it was <laughs> actually Trisha has some friends over today that are all teachers uh, hanging out by the pool. And they were all talking about all the things that they wish they would have gotten done this summer in, yeah. in regards to school. But I guess that kind of follows the flow of our, our second episode that take time for yourself. Right. So, right. Right. Time for yourself. I mean- and the most important thing is that you come to school ready to love on your children and start the tone, which we kind of already talked about. Um, so if if everything isn't matchy matchy, it's okay. It's going <laughs> to be okay. Right. And it's maybe okay. all your stuff isn't matchy matchy, and you're you're stressing out. So today's episode, we're gonna we're gonna make it quick for you. We're gonna do a yeah. short, short episode and maybe help you with one less stressor, and that is finding that perfect or what we think is a pretty darn good book to read on the first day of school. So Didi and I have put together a list of our top three. Now this is hard because yeah. how do you pick of the thousands and thousands of children books out there that, that your top three, but Very I know hard. Didi from experiences picking some books that she's worked with with students and I am as well of books that, that have just kind of, like you said, set the tone. Didi, that was the great way to say it. Set the tone right. on the right foot and, and books that yeah. not only we love to read, but kids love to hear. Right. I mean, there's some old favorites that are always fun to read. You know, we talked about Pete the Cat and Chrysanthemum. Those are great books. Um, but I also found a couple of books that were relatively new to me that I wanted to share. Um, one of them is called I Walk with Vanessa. And the illust- the author illustrator, the name is hard, but I had to like Google it and listen to it like five times. But I think it's pronounced 
Carrascaway. I think it's French. Um, but the story is um, great, really good for kindergarten because it's a wordless book. And um, it's basically about a girl, Vanessa, who is kind of bullied and not really, um, nobody's walking with her, talking with her, somebody yells at her. And um, another girl witnesses this. And you could tell through the illustration, she's very bothered by this and goes home and thinks about it. And then the next day comes up with a solution and she welcomes her into her life and walks with her. And um, they're both changed as a result of that. So I thought that was a really good book uh, for students to hear about, you know, looking for those students who may be alone. Um, and I also kind of think about new staff members. Like if you are new to a building, you know, maybe you haven't had a chance to um, get to know the other staff members, but you're, if you're a veteran, teacher, you know, making sure you include some of those newer people in, you know, as you work with the staff, you have this history, right? You have that, oh, remember that one year and you have all of those stories. Um, and so just, you know, remember you have some new people. Usually if they're on your team, it's not quite as an issue because you've been planning together up to this day, but maybe you have a new coach or a new art teacher or a new music teacher or a new para um that's in the building people just who haven't been in the building before and haven't had a chance to be welcomed in so it's just kind of a nice reminder for us as humans but also for our students i love that and before you even mentioned new staff i was thinking that direction already trish and i are working on a project and we actually just wrote something similar about that that we do it for our students we always do we, we find yeah. the best way to get to know every single one of them and we welcome them in we set the tone and we we have all these things lined up that we want to do with our students the first day to make them feel as comfortable as possible but we we both kind of brainstormed the same idea for this project we're doing that what about those new staff members how do you create oh, a family like cool. feeling for staff members that that are brand new to the building because i don't know about your school but my school was k-8 so our, our elementary side we did have those teams that we worked really well with but on the the specials teachers in the junior high side, they were on their own. I mean, they had mentors, don't get me wrong. They were teachers, but they weren't working on a distinct team. It was a sixth grade group of teachers, but they all taught their own subjects. So right. I always felt so bad. And, and I tried to be the one to step out and say it. And like when you'd walk into like the staff lunchroom and I always felt like it was that first day of like high school again, where there was a teacher sitting by themselves instead of a student. Yes. So I was like, I hey, come, come join our, our lunch table. We're the kindergarten team, you know? You so, could sit at my table. You could sit yeah. at my table. Yeah, I know. Awesome. I It's, I you know, yeah. So that's a great one. So I walk with Vanessa by Karaskaway. That was great. Then Didi's not kidding. We looked it up before this because I'd never heard of the book and I'm so glad you shared it. But then she was playing the pronunciation and, and you nailed it. That's what it sounded like. Oh my gosh. That was Good job. Let's end this podcast right now. <laughs> right now. I'm done. We can't done. do it better. <laughs> All right. You share one that you love. All right. Yeah. So keeping on the same uh, idea of preventing bullying, I guess, and realizing that kids are kids and people are different and that's okay. Uh, not so much feeling singled out, but um, the author that wrote the book Wonder, R.J. Palacio, uh, the novel Wonder, has a book called We Are All Wonders, W-E apostrophe R-E, We Are All Wonders, uh, that is just amazing. It's, it takes the, I guess, the imagery of wonder and puts it into illustrations for children into a picture book and just reminds us that no matter who we are, we all have something special inside of us. And it's it's one that I did on the first day of school with my students these past couple of years. And and they, they remembered it. As we went through other things throughout the year, whether it was dealing with kindness or 
inclusion or um, anti-bullying, whatever it may be, they, they would always refer back to this book. Oh yeah, like that one boy in Wonder, like that one child in Wonder, that one's character. So uh, We're All Wonders by RJ Palacio, I think I'm saying that right, is, is one of my favorites to read on the first day. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, the differences we're, we're seeing, you know, I don't know if students see it, see it. I don't remember growing up and remembering having somebody in my class very particularly different than me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, you know, certainly when I look back at pictures, I notice people, you know, students in my class, I'm like, oh, I didn't even realize all of these differences. Um, but I think that, you know, we're having a dialogue um, in our communities now and in our country about people who are other. Um, and I think having a, a, an opportunity to kind of address it versus pretending like it's not there. And that may have been what was going on with me a million years ago when I was in elementary school. But um, I think, you know, having students um, or children knowing how to react or how to respond um, to other or how to accept, I mean, all of those things, how to be with people who are different than them. Um, I think it's important that we have that conversation. Totally. Yeah, that's a great yeah. point. And, and I think you said it best when you, you said, um, now I'm going to forget where I was going with that. <laughs> Well, whatever I said, I'm sure it was brilliant. You said so. something brilliant. Hang on. I'll let it just start out. <laughs> there was something. Okay, right, I was, lost what I was going to say. We'll, we'll take that okay. part out. Yeah, all let's right. edit that. Okay, moving on. So back to, all right. So, Didi, your turn. What do you have next on your book list for us? Um, this book is by um, Alexandra Penfold. It's written all, um, it's called All Are Welcome. And um, I'm going to show Adam on the camera, but nobody else could see it. Uh, but I like, what I like about it, it's talking about, you know, the beginning of school and how you're going to see, you know, lots of different people and that all are welcome. It's just, it's continuing to um, repeat that line, all are welcome. So families that are different, talking about diversity, um, different, different, abil- different abilities of students, um, students with, you know, who, um, you know, have different family makeup. Uh, it's just really, it's, it's a great, it's a great book. Just m- reminding everybody that everybody from different cultures and different walks of life are welcome. Um, I think that's a great, I mean, I think it's a great way to start your year off is acknowledging that families come in all different um, variations, don't they? I like that. I like that a lot too, because it's not focused on the individual. If, if I, I, again, that's not a book I've read, but if I catch what you're saying, it's, mm-hmm. it's focused on that your family or this group of people. It's not, you are different. She is different and that's okay. But it's people in general are different. Mm-hmm. And, and I, okay. I remembered what I wanted to say to you earlier that, that I, I think with all, and now that you mentioned this book, it sets the tone even more that the, the reoccurring theme is just being a good person. And it's not even about just noticing differences or recognizing differences or celebrating differences is just realizing that the people are people and you use the word human beings just getting and I use that a lot not even saying like good students or good kids uh-huh. or good class it's just being a good human race which uh is is more important than anything at this time in our Absolutely. Life, right? <laughs> yeah exactly exactly all right what you got Adam so yeah we'll switch gears here a little bit not so much of the lesson teaching I guess but one of my favorites that was never Never got old reading the first week of school was the Miss Bindergarten Gets Ready for Kindergarten book. So Miss Bindergarten Gets Ready for Kindergarten is just one book in a series of books about this teacher who is a mm-hmm. some breed of dog and all the characters in her class are different animals. I don't know. What, what is she? Is she an Irish setter or something? I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> I think she's a collie. I think she's she, a collie. 
I think she's a border collie subbreed. I don't know. I know that sounded bad. Sorry, Joseph Slate, the author of this book, is is rolling over right now saying, what is this guy talking about? Um, yeah, I'm going to be getting a phone call or email from this guy's agent. Uh, it's a great, great story. But the cool part it is, is that every character is a little bit different and it all ties into the alphabet. So every character starts with a different level of the alphabet and just shows that uh, the thing I like most that I celebrate with my students was showing them what a teacher's life is like before school starts because this this character is running around town, running around this messy looking classroom. By the end of the book, it looks like this beautiful space that these kids want to learn in. And the really neat part is at the first day of school when all these kids come in, you get to see um, families there getting them, helping them put their stuff away. And it just shows like yeah. celebration of the first day of school. So not yeah. about fear, but more about excitement of school. Yeah, That's very cool. Great. I love that book. Um, and she had a Facebook page for a long time. I think she still does, but it's always it's always fun to kind of see because you know she writes this Mrs. Bindergarten, so it's it's kind of cute. There's a Mrs. Bindergarten Facebook page. Yeah, yeah, we'll it's really cute. Up. Okay, I'm going to give you another book. This one is called Giraffe Problems. It's written by Jory John, and it's relatively new, I believe. Um, but it's it starts off. It says. I feel bad about my neck. I do. I can't help it. And so it's this giraffe who feels bad about his neck. It like stands out. It's not like anybody else's um, and kind of complains about it, can't hide it. Um, and then later on, you know, there's a turtle who feels bad about his body. And so eventually we realize, you know, we all have our gifts and talents and, and, the, and usefulness. So, um, you know, I think although maybe kindergarten may not be, this might not resonate as much with kindergarten students. It's really good for human beings because, you know, we all have that part of our body we don't necessarily like. We hide it when we get our picture taken. Uh, but well, I kindergartners, do. Kindergartners will get a good kick out of that book, though. I think they'll think they it's would. a fun, fun read. They would. And I, and I think, you know, I don't think it's ever too early to, um, you know, talk about, you know, feeling good about ourselves, the mm -hmm. way that we are, what, you know, our gifts that we have and, 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 you know, what, what those mean as, as us being a human. So if you're an older grade, you know, your students will probably um, get a little bit more out of this. Um, but even within kindergarten, I think it's, well, it's funny. It's a funny book. Um, but it also, it kind of sets the tone about feeling good. I know, I know I have some, I've had some students in the past who will bring up something about their physical appearance that they're not happy about. Um, and I, you know, I think, I think it's coming younger and younger with, you know, all of the social media, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you're starting to see that, that uh, awareness so much earlier. Um, certainly, you know, when I was younger, you know, you had like three pictures of you taken a year. I mean, what's it like now <laughs> where like 17 pictures a day are posted for the whole world to see. So I think, I think students are a little bit more aware of their appearance now than they were. And I, I like this book. It, it uh, allows them to feel, feel good about it. That, that's great. And you're right. I think it is happening a lot, a lot younger. And I don't, I think it's different for, uh, this is probably going to sound sexist or stereotypical, but I think it's different for a guy as well. Like I, I don't remember thinking about those things in school, but I've got a daughter going into junior high and I know, although she's never come out and said, I need to change this, or this is different about me. You just worry about, I mean, I do as a parent, I'm sure you, you do as a parent worry about your children all the time. And I, I know she's going to be fine going to junior high, but I am, I'm stressed beyond belief for her to go to junior high. I don't know why. 
Maybe it's just because she's my little girl. I don't know. I know. Well, she's precious, but you know, they always say that comparison is the killer of joy or something right. like that. And and I and I think that's true for I don't know that anybody ever escapes that. Like I'd like to think as an adult I've escaped it. But I, I think as teachers, we don't escape it either, right? We have teachers who are, you know, comparing themselves to other teachers, teachers they might see uh, down the hall, or maybe teachers they might see virtually through um, social media things. Right. And, um, you know, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to keep up with everybody's um, kind of like a game pictures. Right. Like if you saw the seven pictures I took before I actually decided to post on that <laughs> one, you'd be like, Oh, okay. I get it. You know? Um, yeah. So we, the, you know, of course we, most of the time we put our best foot forward, our best image forward. Um, and you know, we highlight, you know, what do they say? It's the highlight reel. It's not like all the bloopers. Right. Um, it's, not, it's not the B roll of stuff. I just had this conversation with teachers the other day. Yeah. The other day in uh, Tennessee, when we were talking about, um, I was doing a room transformation talk and talking about the ways I've, I've enhanced engagement. And I said, don't get me wrong. These, some of these pictures that you're seeing are definitely staged pictures. I want to show you the layout of my classroom, but there's a reason that you don't see behind me because that's where my teacher storage is and my closet is. And, yeah. and we all do it. So when you look at Pinterest worthy stuff, just know there's something else behind whoever's taking that picture. It, it, it's a hard, hard thing. Can I tell you a really quick funny story? I love your funny stories. <laughs> well, I mean, I thought it was funny. Okay, I'm getting observed. So my principal's going to come in to observe me for a lesson. And I had like a spot in my mind where I thought he would sit to watch. And so I cleaned up all the stuff and I shoved it behind my desk so you couldn't see it. Okay. <laughs> so like it was all like, I don't, like there's no room for your knees anymore. It's like piled high. So here he comes walking to the class. He bypasses the place where I decided he was going to sit and he starts walking towards my desk. And then I saw him kind of like tiptoeing around all of my things to try, because he's trying to get around all my stuff that's behind my desk. So, you know, that's, that's a real life version of, you know, the highlight reel, like that's behind, great. don't look behind the desk uh, because that's, that's where all the stuff is. Or like right. in, it, recently, you know, my last few years, it was my classroom closet, like, if you needed to get one piece of construction paper out, it was like playing Jenga. You know, you tried to get it out, but everything else fell. So you don't even want to open the door because it's going to no, be no, no. <laughs> so, uh, all right, is it my turn? Last one. It is. You got one more. All right. So this this last one is going to be kind of a, a shameless plug because it was one my students wrote. But there's a reason I'm, I'm mentioning this book, and it kind of follows the theme what we've talked about of just being proud of yourself. And uh, Long story short, and, and Dee Dee and I are both big, big, avid writing teachers and, and helping students become better writers. Um, for the past five years, four years, my class and I have always uh, self-published books together. And it started when I started self-publishing books of my own that my kids saw a desire to do that and they were really interested. So I have self-published four books with classes um, that have all benefited some type of fundraiser or charity. So the first three books we put out all benefited a scholarship program at our school that helped send a uh, high school senior, helped with a high school senior who wanted to go into the field of education. And it's a memorial scholarship in, in honor of my friend, Honor. The last year, though, we did a little bit different project. And it was after I'd met this little girl named Lily. And Lily suffers from a disease called SMA, spinal muscular atrophy, which is a very, very rare disease. Uh, I had never heard of it at the time. And um, it's actually, it's just so rare, but it's also the number one genetic cause of death in infants. And, and wow. no one, no one hears of this. So uh, like I said, I won't try to make this too long of a story for all of you listeners. But um, 
Lily's family is very good friends with my mom and my family. And we met her and uh, right away we knew that we needed to help Lily's family out because being a rare disease, there's not a lot out there for it. And uh, medical bills are crazy expensive. So instead of my class doing the typical classroom gift exchange at Christmas time where we buy a coloring book or a pack of cards or that kind of thing for each other, we decided to help give Lily's family the best Christmas ever. And there are videos on my YouTube channel about this, uh, teachersLearn2.com if you want to watch what we did. Um, and we helped give them the best Christmas we possibly could. So my class and I were busy preparing our book and preparing our book. And we were trying to figure out what we we're going to write about and publish because they knew that we were going to publish a book together as a class. And around the time that we were planning this book, Lily's family decided to drive and make the like two and a half to three hour trip to come to our classroom and thank my students in person for giving them the best Christmas we possibly could. And it was the best day ever. Like Lily and her older brother and her mom and dad got to come and we got to hang out on the playground and Lily is wheelchair bound, but she got to be like one of the first students ever to try out our, um, our inclusive playground that had a wheelchair swing built in. And it was oh, just cool. such a fun day to stand back and watch. And on that day we decided to write our class book because my students said that they wanted Lily and her brother to help out with it. And I thought, you know what, this is going to be awesome. Let's do it. They can be part of our book because they were here that day. So the reason I'm telling you all this is because this book is available on Amazon. I'm not trying to tell you this to make money for myself. It's a book that goes straight to charity. And it's a book that is perfect for the first day of school with your little ones because it's called All the Same Yet Totally Different. And it's, it's a book that uh. reminds us that we're all people and we're all different, but we're still all people, right? So each of my students drew a self-portrait. And I told them they could color it any way they wanted to, like make your hair look different. You could color pink skin. You can color yourself red, blue, brown, yellow, whatever you wanted it to be. So they all colored their self-portrait. Some were rainbow colored. Some had swirly eyes. They, they looked however they wanted. After their self-portrait on the following page, the, the layout, it says three things about them. So like, I like apples. I like video games. I like recess, whatever they chose to write about themselves. And then every third page, we wrote a poem about the book together that says, I may look different and like different things too, but I am still a person just like you. And, and they helped with it all. It is the most oh, that's awesome. beautiful piece of work I've ever created. And actually I'd had nothing to do with it other than putting it together into a book format. And the, the coolest part is since Lily and her brother Evan were there, they each took a page as well. So the last page is our little friend Lily's uh, picture. And Lily was, had just turned three at the time, has very, has some, some fine motor trouble and gross motor trouble, but uh, her self-portrait is this big squiggle page of pinks and purples and it's the cutest thing in the world. And her page was the most powerful page of the book because it says something along the lines of, I like princesses, I like uh, dances. I don't remember what they were, but the, the last one was my favorite one. It said, I like dancing. And, and a little girl who is wheelchair bound mm -hmm. uh, is learning to walk now with some help of some, some mobility uh, devices. But that just struck me as, as something very, very powerful that, that my yeah. students got to see this little girl who, who is very much different than them, but all the same in, in, in all aspects of what a child is. Right. wants to say that her favorite thing is to dance. So yeah. that is one that I, I would love to see you, you check out on the first day of school listeners. And, and here's why I say I'm not trying to plug a book for me. I don't profit off of telling you this. Uh, it is on Amazon under my name. So all the same yet totally different under Adam Peterson. But 100% of the proceeds and profits of this book, 100% of what I would have made off of this, we write a check to go to the Illinois chapter of CureSMA.org, hoping to find a cure for this this ugly ugly disease so rest assured if it is something that you pick up for your classroom your kids i, I can guarantee it because i've used it will absolutely love it and it'll get them thinking too 
Yeah. And then, like I said, all of the profits from that book go straight to the Illinois chapter of QRSMA.org. And it was a, it was just one of those, and my, my, my students helped write it. So obviously we read it too when we got the book in, but the process of writing something like that was, was a really cool thing to watch five-year-olds come up with. And yeah, I could tell. I mean, I, that's just like, y'all can't see his face right now, but he's talking about, it. he's completely lit up. So how exciting. <laughs> so how I'm exciting. sorry I went on that long. No, about it. no, I love that. You know, and I think that, um, you know, sometimes, yeah, we are all different, um, but we, some of us have the same dreams and the same wants and the same things that, uh, you know, things that we like. So I love that. How cool. I can't, I'll, I'll be ordering that one. All right. Um, it, I sounds really, it sounds really good. So yeah, I mentioned you can see videos too on my YouTube channel and Didi and I kind of talked before that we've never, we kind of gave you our background at the beginning. She mentioned mm -hmm. mrswillskindergarten.com. I mentioned my YouTube channel and how we got started, but uh, we are both very active on social media and sharing ideas for teachers as well. I know uh, Didi does a great job sharing out units and whatnot that she has created or stories from when she was in the classroom or still visiting classrooms. So we, we thought we'd share and end this podcast with, because it wasn't the longest episode and, and not, I guess, too detailed. We shared books, but uh, how to find us. So Didi, why don't you start? How can people follow this journey of Mrs. Will's kindergarten besides your website and, and see all this awesome stuff you're sharing? Well, you drive to Colorado. No, I'm kidding. Um, so <laughs> I'll be you, there. I'll be there. So you could find me on Facebook. Um, Mrs. Will's kindergarten um, has a Facebook page. Um, on Instagram, I'm just Didi Will's. Um, not, not Willis, but Wills. Um, if you call me Dee, Dee Willis, I'll probably answer anyhow. Um, but, and then my, my blog is mrswillskindergarten.com. Very good. Yeah. So mine, same thing is adampetersoneducation.com is my website that will link to my YouTube channel, uh, the books that I mentioned. And then, um, on Twitter and Instagram, it's at teachers learn to the number two. So, uh, we are both constantly posting things for educators. That's why we do what we do. So um, I guess maybe we could share some of these books out. And, and I share books out a lot. I know you do as well, Didi, especially with all of your units that have to do with readers and writers. So yeah, enjoy those first couple of days, teachers. Hopefully, if we're listening to this at a certain time, I guess you can read these books that I, at any time of year. And that's the cool part about any all the books we mentioned. Year. These aren't just yeah. first time books. Um, we'll put links to these in the show notes too, so you can find them later. Right, since we can pronounce some of the authors' names, right? <laughs> Sorry, authors. Don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody <laughs> our struggles are real. All right, that's it for today, guys. Uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks for listening. All right, thanks. Bye.